Welcome back, Queen City and surrounding areas. This is the Western Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ on a football Monday. We got a doubleheader today. I was just saying during the break, how good does it feel to know once 4.30 hits, you get two more football games, double the drama, double the storylines once again. Keep the text coming, 704-570-9610. On a text line, hit us up on social media. Follow WFNZ on Twitter and Instagram, at WestBrian underscore 72, at WalkerMail, at HTB underscore Josh on Twitter and Instagram. And most importantly, the Wesson Walker page on Twitter. Hit that follow button. You get all the the behind-the-scenes stuff, all the shenanigans, all the stuff that sometimes you hear on the radio that you wish that you could see. You get it right there. But now it is time for you to hear the campus coda. All right, ACC basketball this weekend. Teams continue to make their mark, continue to separate themselves, starting with the North Carolina Tar Heels as they came out and made a massive statement to let the conference know that they are not to be messed with, and they beat the brakes off of Syracuse, 103-67. to The Heels were about that action from the tip. They improved to 7-0 at home. 34-5 at home under Hubert Davis. They've won six in a row. They're 5-0 in the ACC for the first time since 2015-2016. R.J. Davis had 22 points, his 10th 20-point game of the season. Carolina 7-3 this season and 17-5 overall when he scores 20 or more. And Orlando Baker, I mean, I'm sorry, Armando. <laughs> my bad. Armando. Uh, That's your guy, Orlando. Uh, I just say that, man, when I watch... You know, uh, I watched the condensed game of this contest. I mean, you know, just the just the lack of post. Sixteen just, points in seventeen minutes. I mean, don't he, do it for he you. had one play. He spun off a guy. And I'm like, dunk that, Armando. I'm like, his game is just so bland. It's effective but bland. But you know, I'm just playfully saying Armando Baycott. But he had sixteen and eleven. His eighth double double of the season. Harrison Ingram, also your boy Walker. I got to give you credit, man. You were right about him. He's been an integral part of this team. 11 points and 10 boards. They were plus 23 on the rebounding margin, and they've held six straight opponents under 70 points. The Carolina let the rest of the ACC know they are the team to be reckoned they're, with. They're right better than now. I. They're my bad. They're better than I thought they were. I really thought this was going to be a very fun North Carolina basketball team that was going to comfortably get in the NCAA tournament and not be anything less than like a five seed. There's still a lot of college basketball left to be played. You have a whole half to go, and there's going to be important games that they're going to play as well but right now North Carolina looks like one of the best teams in the country we saw early on this season even with a few transfers that they still have to try to get familiar with right Harrison Ingram Cormac Ryan Seth Trimble Withers all getting real minutes and so it might take a while normal North Carolina basketball they always play better at the end of the year than they do at the beginning of the season at least that's what we are accustomed to having watched them in the Roy Williams era I expect that to be true here in the third season now that we're watching Hubert Davis coach this basketball team. But here's what's interesting to me. I think when you watch Harrison Ingram, when you watch Trimble play the level of defense that he does, and I even think there's somewhat of Cormac Ryan that deserves to be in this conversation, they're never going to let them play without effort. That's never going to be a problem. If they're not hitting shots, which Ingram, that's the one thing I did worry about too. I think his shot is going to come and go. He's not a phenomenal shooter. He can. 
but he's not a phenomenal shooter. Trimble has really stepped up on, on that end. He was one of two from distance. I just think defensively and in all of the effort plays you're supposed to see, those are the two leaders in, oh, we don't really have it. We got it. We got it every single game. And that is leaps and bounds ahead of where you were. Even the last two seasons, that's always going to give them a floor to where you know they're going to show up. They might lose because they're not as good as UConn. They might lose because they don't execute down the, stre- uh, the stretch nearly as much as Kentucky. But Wes, it's a team that I think is so well put together where the pieces just didn't quite fit the last couple of seasons. I think they fit perfectly now. Fiddy, what did you think about your Tar Heels handling business and the manner in which they did? I mean, that's what championship caliber teams do. You run an inferior opponent off your home court, which Syracuse is. They've been blown out away from home now three times in the ACC. They continue to separate themselves as the best team in the conference and after a week where only them and UConn were the only top 10 teams to not get beaten, they further put themselves in the conversation of teams with, with a legitimate shot to win a national championship. The rankings come out when? like Which we should get it momentarily. I was about to say, yeah, we could keep an eye on it, but where do we think they end up? Third. Yeah, I was thinking they got to be top three after all of the chaos that took place in college basketball this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I got to give them that credit. They came out and breathed fast, cues. They just really put a beat down on them to score 103 points, especially the way they're playing defensively, man. They look unstoppable uh, right now. So moving on elsewhere in the ACC, you mentioned that Walker, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, bounced back after the disappointing loss to the Florida State Seminoles on the road. Hammer Virginia at home against a Tony Bennett team and that defense. They shoot 50% from the field, 47% from three. Hunter Salas gets back on track, 8 of 13 from the field. He went 5 of 8 from 3 for 21 points. Boopy Miller had 14 points and 7 dimes. It's the first win over the Cavaliers since 2013 in January was the last time that they beat them. They're now 4-1 and one in ACC play for the first time since I was in school getting kicked out of basketball games 2004-2005. <laughs> since the start of ACC play, Wake is averaging 80 points a game. They held Virginia to 47 points. The first time in the Forbes era, the Deeks held an opponent to under 50 points and the fewest since 2020. Then in league play, Wake leads the ACC in points per game at 84 and a half points. And my man, I told you that Coach Forbes said was the best shooter that he ever signed. Knocked down a three-pointer for the ninth consecutive game. Parker Fredrickson, he's shooting 54% from three over the last eight games. What do you think about the that's good. performance? Uh, that, that's a pretty good three-point percentage pretty if you're good, man. hitting he 54. That thing. He's starting to get to the point that as soon as he catches in, he gets a look. I'm like, that's cash money. I don't want to take away credit from Wake Forest. They so that means you're about to. No, no, no. I'm really not. I'm really not. I promise. <laughs> Wake Forest is. I, I like Wake Forest. You know I really like Steve Forbes. The offense is fun. Uh, we all called them winning this game, even though it is impressive to get a win in Charlottesville. But No, I was at home. I'm sorry. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was at home. I'm, I'm on Virginia's page. So it was in Winston-Salem. But you can give me credit for Harrison Ingram, and you can discredit me for thinking Virginia was going to be good. How about yeah. four of their last six games? They're getting beat down. Wes, these losses are terrible, too. Mm-hmm. 77 to 54 against Memphis. 76 to 54 against Notre Dame. 76 to 60 against NC State. 66 to 47 against Wake Forest. They can't score, and they can't keep it close enough with their defense. I was way wrong on Virginia. I thought they were going to be good. I thought they were going to bounce back this season. And now, I. 
they're not even middle of the road, Wes. They're bad. They're a bad basketball team, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty surprised about just how bad they are. Even when they have bad seasons, they don't get this far down in the standings of the ACC. But, Wes, they're not even close to some of these other squads in the conference. Yeah, and so uh, Wake will now play NC State on a big game on Tuesday night. What we got, Fitty? I was just going to add uh, for context, Walker, you're asking when we get the new AP poll. We got it literally as we finished. Wow. Carolina up to four, Duke up to number seven, the only two ACC teams ranked inside the AP Top 25. Appropriate. I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, I think Carolina being four, that's fine with me. Yeah, I think Syracuse, or not Syracuse, Wake would have been ranked had they not lost to Florida State, but, you know, Steve Forbes. There you go. Floor's yours, Wes. Go ahead. (laughs) It's all good. I'm not going to let that, I'm not going to stoop to that level because I'd have to go pretty far down anyway, about a foot and a half. So uh, moving on to NC State and Louisville, uh, the Wolfpack shoot 54% from the field and shoot 50% from three as well. DJ Horn had his coming out party for NC State, 27 points he had on the afternoon, and the pack get the job done uh, with the win at 12-4, and 4-1 and in the ACC. They've won all three of its conference road games. It's the first time since the 2001-2002 season that NC State has won its first three road games of the ACC slate. They got 13 points from Casey Marcel and DJ Burns. Michael O'Connell added 11 points and a game-high six assists. Uh, this was the topsy-turvy game that looked like NC State was in control of it. But Louisville uh, made a push at the end of this game where you thought, man, could NC State have one of the more epic meltdowns that we've seen? But they did enough to get the job done. What do you think uh, about the pack and what they showed on Saturday? Yeah, they held on enough, right, against a Louisville team that we didn't even mention this, but Miami losing to Louisville. Yes, on the road. First road win I mean, ever for Louisville under Kenny Payne. Yeah, at home. Mm. How many games, how many victories is it going to take for Coach Larinaga and company to get over that one? Yeah. Because it's, I mean, as far as a two-year sample size goes for a squad we're used to seeing atop the ACC standings, it's as bad of a basketball team as I've seen in that neighborhood. And they beat Miami, who we're supposed to consider atop. No, we can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. You got to win 10 in a row. I'm sorry, you have to win 10 in a row to get over that win, or over that loss, I should say. And NC State, they about messed around and pulled a Miami the they very did. next game against Louisville, but they're able to you know, churn that victory out. Yeah, I think NC State, it's, they're going to be a bubble team. Well, I was going to ask you, what does it say about the ACC that State's 12-4? and four, You said they're 3-0 and on the road in Conference West. They're 4-1 and one in the league, and we don't know if they're a tournament team. They're yeah. going to be a bubble team. They're going to be right there at the end. And I'm not sure that they're going to get in. And this is familiar territory for Kevin Keats. And it's, it's Kevin Keats is starting to get a little Seth Greenberg now. Like, well, he, but he's made a couple tournaments. No, I, Greenberg I, I never made a tournament. That that's true. But I I guess he's he's a little Greenbergy in the sense that he's always going to have a camera on him once we get to April or I'm sorry once we get to March and we're trying to figure out if they're going to be happy or uh, or pretty sad about them not getting in the big dance. Yeah, it's going to happen again because I expect them to be right on that line of whether they get in or not. Yeah, and so uh, when you look at. The rest of the weekend, and and you talk about NC State, man, it's like every team in the conference, I feel like it just seems that way every year. We've seen it all across the country with a lot of the top-ranked teams, whether you talk about Kansas or a plethora of other Purdue, some of those teams, they've lost to lesser squads. And so in the ACC, you've seen it already with Duke losing to Georgia Tech once. But 
they got their get back on Saturday. It was John Shire's 400th win at Duke, if you count him being a player and assistant. And now the head coach, they committed a season low four turnovers. Kyle Filipowski had a monster game, 30 points and 13 boards. Tyrese Proctor had 17 points, 11 uh, in the second half, and Duke got their win on Georgia Tech, uh, getting their get back from early yeah, that was close. in the season. Yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech came out, and they were not scared. They were not afraid of the camera lights. People were getting dunked on. Bodies were getting <laughs> caught. Lobs were getting thrown. Georgia Tech was ready to go. But I thought Duke showed some resolve uh, in getting a nice win against a pesky Georgia Tech team. Reminded me of the Jeremy Smith days. You like that? About the Ishmael <laughs> Muhammad days? Yeah. Mario West, when mm-hmm. Georgia Tech had the best dunkers, not in the ACC, but in in the country in the early 2000s yeah georgia tech they gave duke all they could handle until at the very end yeah here's what i want to ask you though going back to nc state wake forest that game taking place tomorrow at mm-hmm. 7 p.m what's better for the acc is it better for wake to win that game to continue to climb up and be a good basketball team or is it nc state to try to stay out of that whole bubble scenario as much as possible um i mean obviously i'm gonna go with the deeks because i think they're a more fun team and i think you don't want to see this team go to waste with mediocre play i think uh wake has so many guys that can score the basket and they're a more fun basketball team to watch so that's gonna be uh my vote yeah at fitty what's better for the acc and is there a big swing either way like how much does the wake forest nc state game tomorrow matter for the conference and you know what you think of it trying to compare them to the other conferences in college basketball yeah i mean i don't know how much it means i i think it's better for the league if state's better just because their fan base is more passionate but I think Wake Forest is the better basketball team, and you want yeah. you want to have as many good teams with a chance to make the tournament. And so I'd like to see Wake Forest and them emerge because this could be a loss that doesn't keep them out of the tournament. But if they don't beat a Duke, they don't beat a Carolina, and that Miami win maybe doesn't improve to, for where it is, they could be sweating out on Selection Sunday. So let's just go ahead and take care of Kevin Keats tomorrow. Okay, Wes? Well, I mean, Wake is going to beat uh, both of those guys this year, Duke and uh, Carolina. So Ooh. I'm not too worried about it. All right. So anyway. It's going to be a one uh, As we close out the <laughs> corner, uh, Charlotte just came up short to Texas San Antonio, 81-80 to on the road. Uh, Clemson got back on the winning track, beating Boston College, 89-78. to And for you Miami Hurricanes heads out there, they got a big get in the transfer portal. Uh, Washington State quarterback Cam Ward once thought to be going to the NFL is headed to South Beach to help quarterback the Kane. Wait, hold on. Did you say Charlotte lost? Is that yes. what you said? And Charlotte won. They beat Texas San Antonio 66 to 58. Well, my stats maybe, oh, maybe, did the girls play Texas San Antonio? I'm not sure. Because what I'm looking at right now is <laughs> uh, that Texas San Antonio beat them 81 to 8. But this is the girl, so I'm sorry. I stand corrected. I was about corrected. to say, I, yes, I, yeah, I was corrected. checking it this weekend. My bad. I didn't Don't know the girls played Texas San Antonio, too. My bad. So, yeah, so congrats. Salute to them and uh, the Charlotte women. You know, keep Aaron on Fern. fighting, man. No, it's good. Aaron Fern. Yeah. He's starting to feel this team. I, I think I, I, think I like the it. Fern. He's got the fern I like that. burning. Between two ferns. Feeling the fern. I think I'm, I'm rolling with it. We got to think of something. <laughs>